0: whoa 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 hang on a moment yes you know what time it is this is jen your host and this podcast is all about taking agency and owning yourself and every week on this show i'm gonna help you use your voice stand in your power and operate from a place of self Hi everyone, it's Jen here and welcome to the third episode of Hang On A Moment. So I hope that you're really good, I hope that you're enjoying this week and I hope that you are ready to hang loose because we're not far off the weekend. And this is the third component of the starter trilogy, that's what I've called it, (laughs) of this podcast. Uh, For anyone that is kind of new to um, or, or kind of not necessarily new, but kind of really trying to, you know, get in under the skin of, um, yeah, self empowerment, um, managing boundaries, um, agency, and yeah, really being able to use your voice because this isn't always easy. I'm going to talk about this towards the end of this episode. What happens when it doesn't come naturally? Because Yeah, there are so many times where it doesn't come natural for people because of various reasons. Maybe the situation that they're in, maybe the person they're speaking to, um, maybe the environment that they're around, maybe the relationship with the person, if it's maybe a superior or even somebody who isn't superior to them. Um, Quite often, you know, some of those things can create a difference as to whether someone has agency or not um, and is able to own themselves. And also different personalities as well um you know I'm going going to um yeah open the lid a little bit on me here and you know I'm I'm quite happy to share information about me as I as I you know release these these podcasts you know part of this was to share my own life experiences as well as as, as help people with with theirs um, but I am currently reading an amazing book actually which is called sensitive and the reason why that appealed to me in the bookshop is that I am sensitive. Um, People wouldn't believe it. And I've had all my life. I have had all my life that people will say to me, oh, I never would have thought. I never would have thought, you know, that you were sensitive or that you had um, issues with your self-esteem because you come across really confident and, you know, you kind of have this energy And that's great. You know, I'm glad that people think like that, but it isn't actually true. And I think, you know, quite often some of us can be what they call as the swan, um, where we look okay on the top, we're gliding on the surface. You know, we look fine, crystal clear, white feathers, nice and preened, head held high, gliding along on the water underneath. Our legs are going 10 to the dozen so that we don't Basically crash and burn. Um, so you know, this can be through different things. It could be that you're a sensitive person, it could be that you're a shy person, it could be that you you just worry about what people are gonna think of you. So when I release these episodes and when I talk to you in my um uh, sessions, it isn't really to say that this is easy, anyone can do it, what are you waiting for? Get out of your own way. It's it's really around. Yeah, really developing a skill uh, and that's what this is and you know for some people it may come quite naturally but then for others it doesn't um so you know a lot of the episodes that I'm going to be releasing over this podcast series is really all around how do we go into some of the detail um how do we cultivate that how do we develop and grow ourselves and you know what are the the key points of operating in that way so as i've said you know i've talked about um what is Agency, I've talked about um, how do we own ourselves. And today we're going to talk about the benefits. And as I progress the episodes, I'll be talking into all of these areas in way more detail. So, you know, each kind of bullet that I touch on in these three introductory um, episodes, the trilogy, the intro trilogy, um, is basically just a you know scratching of the surface that's why i want you to come back and listen to the the following episodes because this is really just an overview um let's imagine this as the introductory chapter in a book that you've just picked up and we'll get into every element in way more detail so consider each episode as a chapter of your book okay so let's talk around the benefits so it it kind of really goes without saying it's a no brainer a real no-brainer that actually, if you have agency and own yourself, you are going to be a healthier person, healthier in terms of physical health, healthier in terms of mental health. So I am a massive book reader. And one of the books that I absolutely love, and it will probably get talked about on the regular in my podcast, is... When the body says no by Dr. Gabamate, and it 's all around the the hidden um, the basically the 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 issues with hidden stress so one of the the key components of the book, which is very prominent throughout the book, is that a lot of the people who have developed quite critical chronic illness where the body has said no, is because they haven't stood up for themselves. They have been a people pleaser, or they have suppressed anger, or they have avoided awkward situations. And what that's actually resulted in is obviously mental and physical dysregulation. And what happens when you do that is your body manifests all that, if you like, dis-ease, which is basically what illness is. It's it's dis-ease. Your body is ill at ease because it's not happy with how it's feeling. And a lot of that can be from stored or repressed emotion. And the only way that it's easy for you or easier for you to manage your emotions, as well as obviously feeling them and, 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 and yeah, living them, Um, as they arise, is actually letting other people know if they've crossed a boundary or if they've done something that's kind of, you know, impacted your emotions and how you feel. It's super important and it's not always easy. And sometimes that can lead to even more emotions because, you know, it can go for somebody making a backhanded comment, um, you know, to you actually raising it, to that then maybe turning into quite a disagreement, which might then end up turning into an argument where, you know, anger might come through and sadness. But actually what you tend to find at the end of those situations is it does clear the air. So I don't know if you've ever been in those situations yourself. I'm sure you have, where you've had a very bad experience, where you've had to, you know, address something with somebody. And it hasn't been the easiest thing, but actually it's cleared the air. And what clearing the air does is it actually clears your air. It clears the dysregulation in your body. So one of the interesting things actually um, in in the book is that there have been various different studies. The book is amazing in the fact that it references real life experiences and, and real characters, like real case studies, um, as well as um, lots of medical assessments that have been done, not just on the physical side, but on the psychology side and on the personality of these people. So just an example, um, you know, there were a number of studies done around women with breast cancer and actually they were, um, at the time of going for a mammogram, they were also interviewed by psychologists and the psychologist used a, a set of, um, you know, standard questions to assess this, this, this test group and to really try to identify whether these people were going to develop breast cancer because of their personality and how they were with others and whether they repressed their emotions or didn't speak their voice. And unfortunately, the reality is that a number of people who actually had um, gone for this mammogram and spoken to these psychologists and expressed some of the behaviours, they had actually been allocated by these psychologists as a group of people who they felt it was likely that when the mammograms came back, they would actually have breast cancer. And there was two different studies. And again, off the top of my head, I don't have the figures to hand, but they were around about ninety eighty five 85 to 95% accuracy on two different studies. And that was based on the individual's personality Um, to assess whether they were likely to have breast cancer or not. So that in itself is really telling. And I think, you know, a a big part of why I set this podcast up is to help people with their holistic health. But understanding, actually, that if you are um, able to own yourself and have agency, you can move away from some of these chronic diseases or these ill states by actually being able to stand up for yourself and not letting things fester um, in your body, in your mind, and create illness. So that's one of the main benefits, really. I mean, you know, everything that I'm going to talk about after this kind of sits under that, because obviously, health is wealth. Without our health, you know, you know, everything is harder. So, you know, that's that's a key priority for having agency and owning yourself. But in relation to that, as I've already mentioned, is it actually creates better relationships with other people, and more importantly with yourself because you know how many times do we feel that we want to say something and we don't speak up um you know or we want to ask somebody to wait their turn and we don't speak up and we then begrudgingly carry on doing what we're doing for that person and we feel as though you know our thoughts our needs haven't been considered because we're just you know tirelessly working on behalf of other people and not really putting ourselves first So having that amazing relationship with yourself is really critical. And again, it's going to be a thread that runs throughout the whole of this podcast. But if you show up better for yourself, if you have more compassion for yourself, if you have more empowerment of yourself, if you are more vulnerable with yourselves, then what does that mean you can do with others? It means you can do exactly the same and it will be genuine and authentic. So, you know, actually being able to create better relationships with yourself and with others is also a critical reason why you should have agency and own yourself. Because, yes, it is in some ways selfish, but selfish, you know, can be used in two ways. Selfish can be used as the negative connotation of self selfish behaviours, but selfish can also be used as I'm putting myself first. And that's definitely not negative. That's absolutely you know, 100% positive, as we've said, it it can, it can negate, you know, ill health. You know, we're not just talking about getting a a cold or having a migraine, you know, we're really talking about chronic disease that you can avoid by standing up for yourself. So having that greater relationship with yourself and with others um, is super, super, super important. What that actually also does when you have that good relationship with yourself and others where you're able to stand in your power and talk to people from a place of self and from what you want, as well as obviously putting other people's thoughts into the pot. You know, so you're not just kind of going to dismiss what other people need. It's about understanding and listening to others as well as what you want. And, you know, sometimes compromise is needed. Compromise is a relatively healthy Um, output when two people have an opinion or have needs that need to be met. Compromise is something that needs to happen. And, you know, compromise can come from, from conversation with people and developing something into, you know, a place that works for all parties. So compromise can also be part of this. But what it allows you to do as an individual is to know where you stand. And to let everybody else know where they stand. Because the worst thing that you could possibly have in a relationship with anyone and with yourself is really not knowing where you stand. And a lack of agency and a lack of self-ownership really puts you in that position. You know, if I don't know what my boundaries are, if I don't know what my stance is, if I don't know what I'm prepared to accept or not to accept, if I don't, you know, communicate my desires clearly, then how is anyone going to know? How is anyone going to know? You know, most people aren't mind readers. I mean, there's probably a few out there. I mean, you know, I don't know. Darren Brown likes to think he is. (laughs) Um, But, you know, most people aren't mind readers. And yes, okay, as a sensitive person, I can also be quite empathetic, you know, so I can kind of feel and pick up. I have a gut intuition, if you like. So I can sometimes feel it. But, you know, I'm never going to get the exact articulation from guesswork. I need somebody to tell me. And so the only way that I can have a better relationship with others is if they tell me where I stand with them. I want to know that, you know, it's super important to 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 articulate that. And so leading on from there, really, is this whole thing around confidence and assertiveness, which, again, you know, we're going to sort of unpack all of this because these are sort of skills and you don't, you know, always get that right sometimes it can come across as like microaggressions or you know you can aim to be confident but actually you can be quite shy and not stand in your power but actually if you have this air of confidence and assertiveness if if you know where you stand and you let everybody else know where they stand and vice versa then what that does is it channels disagreements in the right way So instead of things turning into an argument, which is no good for anybody, okay, you know, sometimes it's good to clear the air, but arguments aren't always the best way forward. You know, sometimes they can happen. It's great to resolve those as quick as possible because nobody likes bad beef. (laughs) Nobody likes, you know, you know, a rain cloud hanging over a relationship and you know, we need to try and move away from those as quick as possible. But sometimes, again, you know, it's good to kind of get things out. Sometimes they don't come out the right way. But if you deliver your messages in a way that's very confident and shows assertiveness, which, you know, if you're aware of kind of confidence and assertiveness, you know assertiveness, you can either be very passive, which is where you're really not speaking up for yourself, or you can be quite aggressive, and that's obviously where you know that can get out of hand. That can sort of then turn into an argument, and it's a real skill to get that sometimes, especially especially when somebody else is also, you know, being maybe quite assertive with you or maybe being aggressive because they might be goading you. So it's like, how do you get that right? Um, but it just you know, if you can do it in that right way, it really allows you and others to voice their feelings without going into rage or suppressing it. And, you know, as I've said already, those things can can turn into physical illness. Um, you know, just talking a little bit little bit about anger, you know, anger is is a valid emotion. And anger is sometimes looked on and frowned on as a bad thing. And and you know, anger everybody feels it. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been feeling angry myself over the last 48 hours. Um, and you know, I am very lucky that I was working with an amazing coach myself. And one of the areas that we went into was how to, um, do an anger, anger practice and actually release anger in a channeled way. And I feel that actually, that is a really good way for me to sometimes get in touch with my emotions without actually upsetting the apple cart. And, you know, because I'm quite sensitive as well, like if I get angry with people, not only does that upset the other person, but it actually upsets me because I don't like conflict. So, you know, anger is a valid emotion. But what you don't want is to get that out there as any some, you know, any kind of rage. And, you know, Anger is 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 a valid feeling, but if you can do that in a very controlled way, through some kind of anger release, then that's great as well because what you don't want to do is suppress that. As I've said, you know, don't want to keep going on about the same thing. As I've said, it's a no-brainer, but we don't want to create um, you know, dysregulation in our body. So yeah, we've got this theme here, you know, it's all very, very, very pointing in the same direction as the last two episodes. But by Doing this, by having agency and owning yourself, the benefit, the huge benefit for you is it avoids people pleasing. It avoids giving up on yourself to make others happy. And sometimes that's what we do. You know, I've done it. And I probably will still do it at points. Like I said, as I always say every episode, this isn't like, we're not superhuman. All takes practice and nobody is perfect all the time. But you know, if you can take some of these areas for growth and try to build those into your life and um you know make yourself a stronger person who puts yourself first without being rude or aggressive to others then obviously that allows you to stop people-pleasing and also stop giving up on yourself to make others happy but at the same time it doesn't upset the apple cart and you still maintain great relationships with people and, you know, I just will bring this in. I don't know if I've mentioned this already, but actually, you know, my, um, if you like, my quest for enlightenment, and you know, my uh, term, if you like, with with personal growth um, and personal development, is a is a long term. Piece. I mean, I've worked in the HR space for 20, 25 years. So obviously a big part of that, I mean, my very first role was working around personal development, training and development, learning and development. So, you know, I've always been working with people to help them on, on technical skills and soft skills. But, you know, I've done so much around positive psychology. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm qualified in different areas. I've studied a lot. I've read a lot. But what actually really has given me the value to talk about the things I'm talking about in these episodes is that I have been in the places that you've been in as well. I have been in chronic disarray, chronic dysregulation of my mental health, chronic dysregulation of my physical health to the point that I actually had cancer myself. And that was really when I started going into more deeper, Thinking around what's what does it mean when the body says no? Why has this happened to my body? And you know, for years and years and years, I've been working and focusing on physical health and you know, positive psychology, which is amazing. And we all need that. That's a massive, massive part of health and well being. But it's all then looking at this nervous system approach as well, because the nervous system is really what regulates us and. The nervous system is basically what helps us in in times of of fight or flight or rest and digest. So rest and digest is like our normal status when everything's fine. Fight and flight or fight or flight or even freeze. I'm not going to get into the detail of that, but that's when your body is preparing for a response to something that has created uh, a trigger of something that might be fearful or... Um, anxiety inducing. So, when you think about some of the things that we're talking about here, people pleasing and standing up for yourself and, you know, having boundaries, a lot of this is going to start and trigger the sympathetic nervous system, which is when your body goes into fight or flight. When your body goes into fight or flight, particularly fight, well, actually, fight or flight, it brings out all of the it brings out the big boys to deal with the stresses that are occurring so it changes the physiology of your body your body floods with cortisol and adrenaline your digestive system turns off your heartbeat changes your skin tone changes your eyes dilate lots of things actually change the breathing changes And can you imagine if you're consistently in environments that are stressing you in this way and you have no control over that because you are not able to diffuse this and bring it back into the rest and digest, which is where your body goes back to normal um, bodily behaviours, if you like. If you don't have the power to do that, you're consistently putting chronic stress on your body. And the fight or flight response was, you know, is, is basically something that was allowing us to, you know, fight a saber-toothed dragon on the savannah, or should I say a saber-toothed lion on the savannah, and maybe even dragons as well <laughs> um, in mythical times. But, you know, we don't we don't have those moments now unless we have a dragon in the office. You know, God, we've all got them, haven't we? We can even be our own dragon. We can be the dragon. Um, but yeah, it's like we don't, we, you know, the need for us to really use those is less. However, so many things now get in our way that create stress, like, you know, that create burnout, you know, long hours culture, stressful relationships, you know, even dating in this day and age is, is, is very hard. It's very stressful. So I guess what I wanted to, you know, just just talk about there again is, is really just, you know, maintaining that level of homeostasis and trying to avoid stress. And stress can sometimes come about from aggression and not standing up for yourself and people pleasing. So it's really critical that we don't do that. Having agency and owning yourself—you know—let's move away from some of those kind of ill health scenarios. But what are the benefits for you as a person? First of all, you you start high-fiving yourself and giving yourself a pat on the back, whatever you want to do, or blowing yourself a kiss in the mirror—that's also fine. Whatever you want to do to celebrate yourself, you become in love with yourself. You love yourself. You believe in yourself. You're empowered by yourself, and. As I said, that's from a place of real compassion and celebration. It's not ego; it's it's real, genuine. Oh my god! Like I have so got my own back. I am on this, and as I said, it's not about creating conflict, but it's about really having your own voice. In another way, it also helps you to get a little bit more comfortable about outcomes that don't necessarily align to what you would like them to. So for example say you were dealing with a situation with somebody and in that conversation you were outlining your boundaries and you believe that this person was violating your boundaries whether this be in the work whether it's a relationship with a partner or your family or your friends and that person wasn't listening to you and wasn't prepared to accept your boundaries and they, therefore, the relationship comes to an end. Sometimes we can ruminate and lament on that because we see it as some kind of rejection or we see it as something quite sad. But actually, what's actually happening in these situations, if somebody isn't addressing or adhering even to our boundaries, they're taking away our agency to some extent. So in order to maintain that agency and owning yourself, it's about standing in your power and knowing that actually these boundaries, the way that I want to be received and what is important to me, my standards, I'm conveying them to you. And if they're not right for you, well, it might feel that there's some level of rejection here. You can then see that as almost like a redirection because I am a firm believer in the universe has got your back. I tell a lot of people that I speak to that if the universe tells you something time and time again, then listen, because I fully believe it. And it's happened to me. And there's been many times where I don't listen. And then it, yeah, sure, sure as eggs are eggs, you know, it happens again. And eventually I get the message. So sometimes what feels like rejection is redirection. So it's important to recognize that and actually feel comfortable from that by having agency and owning yourself. Which, again, is very close to this next statement, really. It creates self-sovereignty. And that really is this full ownership and control of self. You know, that, again, it leads you into this place of self-actualization, fulfilling your own potential, feeling empowered, you know, holding your own. So this is so important. And a lot of people, again, they don't have that. They don't have that because they've given it away. Or people have taken it from them and they've not been strong enough or they've not been confident enough or they've not had the boundaries to maintain that. And that that really then ties into this whole self-empowerment thing as well. You know, if you're dealing with someone who is, you know, violating your boundaries or isn't prepared to listen to you. If they're not empowering you to own yourself and to make your own choices or to do things in a way that, you know, is going to work or, you know. For example, it might be in the workplace, you've been employed to do a certain role, but someone's telling you to do it their way, then you're not being empowered. But you can choose to empower yourself. And sometimes with empowerment comes this whole redirection as well, because you get this message over and over again, like I said, from the universe. If it keeps happening and happening and happening, if you feel consistently disempowered in a relationship, how is that going to help you? It's not. You know, it goes back to everything we've been saying about health. You need to empower yourself. And that's what having agency and owning yourself is all about. That allows you to also say no to things without feeling guilty. So if you don't want to do something. If something doesn't work for you and you know for sure. 110%. Then you can say that and be fully confident. So it allows you. To really hold your own. Talk about what works for you and what doesn't. Which to kind of leads into this whole thing about leveling up. If you level up for yourself. If you're confident to say what's on your mind. To speak your words. To stand up in the face of adversity. Or a challenge that isn't actually a healthy challenge. If you level up. Not only is that going to be great for you, but you're actually going to inspire others to do the same. And remember that every single move you make is going to be watched by someone. It might be your child. It might be your sibling. It might be your partner. It might be somebody that you manage. It might even be the person that manages you. But everybody, everybody will see something that you do, if it's really good, as an inspiration for them to go and do the same. So don't forget that everything that you're doing to help yourself is also about inspiring others to do the same. So this whole conversation around the benefits of having agency and owning yourself, what it really means is that you can become and you will be the CEO of your own life. You can create the life that you want. You can create that self-regulated life on your terms. You can live with passion and you can course correct whenever you need to, because you have got your eye on the prize. You know where your life is going and you know if something takes you off track and you then have the power to say no, either to yourself or to somebody else, that is does not work for me and then you can move away from that situation without agency and owning yourself it's really difficult to do that now one of the the things that I wanted to just share here and it's a it's a really great quote and you may or may not have heard of it but I really believe that having agency and owning yourself allows you to be a warrior in the garden rather than a gardener at war. So what this really means is having agency in yourself means that you are prepared if a war arrives on your hands, as we've said before, you know, arguments, aggression, you know, somebody disempowering you, somebody violating your boundaries. You know, you don't want to be A gardener in a war, because if you're a gardener in a war, that means that you're really going to struggle. You're not going to hold your own. You know, if someone's shooting at you with a rifle (laughs) or there's a bomb coming your way and all you know how to do is use some shears and cultivate some roses. (laughs) Yes, you're going to have a very pretty, beautifully smelling, wonderful life, but you're not going to be prepared for battle. And so when we talk about battle, battle isn't about aggression again. It's about holding your own. So I really love this statement. Be a warrior in the garden rather than a gardener in a war. That just means that you are so on this. You own this. You own yourself. And nobody, nobody can take that away from you. So the final thing I wanted to talk about on this, because it's a bit of a long one this week, is within Vital Vibe, I have three sort of, if you like, statements, balanced, brilliant, and resilient. And what I believe, what I truly, truly, truly believe with having agency and owning yourself, and based on everything that we've said in these first three episodes, is that you can live a balanced life. You can be brilliant in your own skin, and you can become resilient. You can... Weather the storms because you have your armour, you're prepared and you know what you're made of and you're ready and able to deal with that as and when these things happen. And as I always say, having those three things, balance, brilliance and resilience, gives you the vital vibe, which obviously allows you to live your best life. So I want you to really just have a think about this episode and the last two episodes And, you know, if this is if this is a podcast that you would love to get more into, then please do continue to listen. And yeah, as I always say, share this episode if you think it would benefit somebody, download it so it's on your phone and then please subscribe and you will get notifications for the next episode, which come out every week. So what we're going to do next week is we're going to talk a little bit more around how you can move into this way of being because it doesn't come naturally for everybody. So we're going to talk about how do you do this if you're quite shy? How do you do this if you're quite sensitive? How do you just cultivate your own voice? So that's what we're really going to talk about because it requires a bit of a mindset shift. So we're going to talk about that in the next episode. And then, as I always say, we're just going to keep unfolding and unfolding and unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. So please do join me on the next episode. Until then, take good care of yourselves. And don't forget, if anyone is violating your boundaries, just say, "Um, hang on a moment. (laughs) And likewise, if you're not being true to yourself, say the same. All right, take care, much love, and I will speak to you on the next episode.